As we continue with the discussion of Sahaba in the lands of their migration, meaning this migration to Abyssinia, where Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in care for his Muslims, for his Ummah, sent them there because Najashi being a just man. Now, when they returned the second time, because after the first time there was rumors that Islam had spread, so they returned to Makkah Mukarramah. And now those, in, that information was untrue. And this was Allah Ta'ala's way of getting the information to the other Muslims in Makkah Mukarramah. That really Najashi is a good man and the lands are peaceful. So the first time Sahaba being 17, those who made Hijrah, this time they were 82. So the 82 of them departed. And when they arrived in Abyssinia, they had the company of wonderful people, just people. But Quraysh couldn't bear it, that Islam was spreading. They couldn't take it that Muslims are living peacefully and can worship their deen in peace and tranquility and amnesty. This is a great ni'mah of Allah. Where one can openly practice his deen, this is a ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us make shukr of this bounty in the lands we live in. Openly we can worship Allah. Openly we can call the adhan. Wherever we are, we can perform the salah and we are respected for it. Allah give us tawfiq to make shukr for this bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To be able to practice our deen, protect our deen, preserve our deen. Yes, challenges are there and many a time we are the ones falling short. Now Quraysh not managing to bear this situation. They sent two of their men, Amr bin As, Abdullah bin Abi Rabi'ah, to speak to the Nijis. And obviously they bribed the, the men of the Nijis lobbied with them, trying to gain their support when they present their case to the Najashi. And then special gifts were presented to Najashi himself. Najashi appreciated the gifts. And then the request was made that these are people from our lands and they have left us and our seniors want them back because our seniors know the wrongs that they have been perpetrating and our seniors will deal with them in an ad adequate manner. Najashi said, I could send them back, but I have to hear them out first. It is inappropriate of me to just send them back or to banish them without hearing their side of the story. Subhanallah. What wisdom, what justice was that of an Najashi, Ashama bin Abjar, rahimahullah. Now the Sahaba were summoned to the court of Najashi. And now they were in worry. What are we going to say to Najashi? And subhanallah, they made mashura. They decided that the spokesperson, the mutakallim will be Hazrat Ja'far radiallahu anhu. And they decided that they will speak the truth. And they will not compromise the deen. What Allah's Nabi taught them, that is what they will present in the court of Najashi. In the imperial court of Naji, the Nijis. They came in, they didn't prostrate. Obviously, that was because Islam, in Islam, we prostrate to none besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do not compromise our deen. When the questions were posed to them, Hazrat Jafar spoke and said, Ayyuhal Malik, Kunna qawman ahla jahiliyya, na'budul asnam, wa na'kulul mayta, wa na'tiyal fawahish, wa naqta'ul arham, wa nusi'ul jiwar, wa ya'kulul qawiyyu minna al-da'if. O respected king, we were an ignorant people. We used to worship idols. We would devour carrion. We were caught in the host of so many vices. We would sever ties, family relationships, and we would ill-treat our neighbors. The powerful amongst us would gobble up the weak and oppress them. Whilst we were in this 
difficult degradation, this low abyss of our condition, this pit of spiritual decadence, Allah favored us. Allah favored us with His Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ba'athallahu ilina rasulam minna. Allah sent to us, Allah favored us with such a Nabi whose noble lineage and truthfulness, honesty, chastity were such that we all were aware of. He bade us to worship Allah alone, worship one Allah and to believe in Allah, the one Allah. He instructed us to devote ourselves to the sole worship of Allah and to renounce idolatry and worship of things and man-made images. And he taught us that we cannot just follow our forefathers, but we have to follow what Allah wants us to do. He charged us to speak the truth, to be honest, to maintain favorable family ties and good neighborly relations and to abstain from bloodshed and other prohibitions. He also prevented us from immorality, falsehood, devouring the wealth of the orphans and from false, falsely slandering chaste women. He also commanded us to worship Allah alone with 